On this week's episode, Third and Forever, Kevin and I recap week six of the 2022 NFL season. Then we go into our segments, Performance of the Week, Nathan Peterman Award, Stock Up, Stock Down, Preview Week 7, uh, where one of our teams is on by. And then we're going to end things as always on Two Minute Drill. All right, let's go. This week's episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Oz, joined always by my co-host, Kevin Ulm, and producer, Dustin Lugo. Kevin, uh, it ha- I'm, uh, I'm lost. Yeah. I, I don't... So let's, let's just... Hang let's, on. Before, before yeah. we jump in, because we had a side bet, and we have to do this before. Yes, yes. So the episode's still going. Um, the side bet was Tyree Kill would have more receiving yards than Justin Jefferson, mm-hmm. and he did. Dustin jumped on the Viking side of the JJ side. Stupid. So it was stupid. He, uh, <laughs> who would have who would have thunk? You know, when a backup a backup backup quarterback comes in because mm-hmm. two different quarterbacks played for the Dolphins, uh, they just throw to Tyreek a lot and just let him run as much as possible. Well, to be fair, calling Teddy a backup backup, it was it was the backup. Yeah, backup, it was the backup backup. Now the backup, right? To so, the backup backup. So Dustin and I each have a shot to do. Uh, yes. And of course, is this wonderful. Revel Stoke shell shot. We're making pecan whiskey. We're I know progress. Well, you can't see it, but we only have probably. <laughs> I'll probably have to finish a, the bottle myself. Maybe like after the next couple. A little of over a third of the bottle left, or less than half for sure. But I don't yeah. know. All right, so you're um, going first. I'm gonna go first. So with that being said, let's just talk about your game. Oh my god, yeah. So my team sucks. <laughs> um, there, there's no other way to say it. I've seen the the entire spectrum. You know, everybody kind of, you lose to the Vikings week one and there's excuses. You almost lose to the Patriots backup and there's there's excuses. And you kind of get the whole spectrum. There really isn't anything else to say. We suck. Yeah. The team is bad. They're playing bad. And they could, you know, pull their heads out of their collective ass at some point, you know, later this season. I'm not saying that it's completely hopeless, you know, going forward here for the rest of the season. But... They suck. Yeah, that was definitely the worst shot and, uh, I've, dude, I've it's done. It's just getting worse every yeah, that, yeah. that's That was the worst the, one I've the done. The pecan like, that flavor one, is settling. It is stuck on my tongue. And it's, it's, <laughs> As the person that's done the most shots on the show since we got this bottle. <laughs> it's, I feel like it's it, yeah. By like one? No, it's by a lot. Yeah, but he had to do four, four last week. Four, I did. I, I did one. Twice. He's had to do four twice. Oh yeah, I forgot about our he game. He keeps losing these side bets, yeah. and then his team keeps losing. <laughs> <to> <laughs> us, <so>. Jokes on <laughs> you, Kevin. I've bought only, the bottle. I think I, I've, I've only done. I think we got to start like a like a tracker of how many I've shots done, like, we've three, all done. Maybe two. I've done three. three for the loss, and yeah. then two for side bets. I believe so. I'm at five. I feel like I've done more than two. So I know I I've think for I'm sure nine. done the last couple yeah. weeks. Well, but... you haven't done a single for like the actual losing the, losing the game. No, because no. we're three and, and I think you have. A, there's a pretty big break for all of us for hammered heartbreak. Yeah. yeah. So it'll only be side bets from out for like the next like six weeks. Yeah, which is good. So yeah. we can kind of milk this bottle. But uh, but yeah, so the Packers the Packers are bad. Yeah. Um. So we lost to the Jets. Not only did we lose to the Jets, we got beat. Bad, like bad. convincing yeah, by wasn't... 17 points yeah and i said on this program last week i said i'm not gonna be shocked if the packers go out and lose this game the jets 
were it was three three and a half too yeah no it was three three and a half and so this kind of brings me into my fucking notes for this game overall the defense played better than they had in previous weeks in terms of schematic adjustments there was some more press coverage not as much as i'd like but more jair was actually following the other team's number one receiver around the field and wouldn't you know it he had like one catch for eight yards let's keep keep in mind though zach wilson completed only no 10 yes yeah, no and, and I, so i'm not trying to like really hold that up there it's also you know a rookie in garrett wilson and a second year quarterback in zach wilson but all that to say that i mean it worked you know like the strategy worked when they employed it and so I, I guess the the silver lining, the only thing you can take away from this game that's a positive for the Packers is that apparently we can bully Joe Barry into like not being as stupid <laughs> as he was being up until this point. Yeah, which yeah, I mean, good, I guess. And now we got to turn our sights to Mister Lafleur, which like that side of the bo- the defense, yes, has been not great, and it's been very underwhelming and disappointing considering on paper all the di- draft capital yeah. you've put in. But, like, the problem is the offense. Well, the problem, the problem is the offense. And when inexcusable. You, when like, you kind of look at, you know, a bunch of these games, like, held the Bucks to very few points. The Patriots had, you know, at least that one touchdown that shouldn't have been allowed to play out that way with the delay of game. In this last game against the Jets, there was a blocked punt. For a touchdown. Yeah. So, I mean, not all those points are even on the defense. And the offense is doing fuck all nothing. Yeah. They can't move the ball. They can't execute. They look like they're moving in slow motion. The mm-hmm. field looks like it's about 10 yards wide. Like, that. that's something that I've, I've seen people talking about where it just, it looks, nothing looks easy to this Packers offense. And that is an indictment both on the player's execution and on Matt LaFleur's scheme because neither one is working here. Right. And I just, I don't know what to do about it. And he said the same thing after the game this week. He said, yeah, you know, we really, we really got to give the ball to Aaron Jones more. We really got to figure out how to do that. How many weeks in a row has he said that? Like four. I think like all of them. <laughs> yeah. like, I think all of them. Like, and, and it's just every week. It's we, the we, free space on the bingo card. Yeah. Like, it's just, all right, got it. Guaranteed. And, and every week we tell the same joke where we go, it's you. You're the one that decides yeah. if Aaron Jones gets the ball. Well, and now you have uh, you have now your quarterback coming yeah. forward and being like, we need to simplify things. And which, like, yes. if you pull back the curtain on that or, like, peel a layer off, a.k.a. going back to, like, McCarthy, losing a lot of the jet, the, all the motion that comes with Lafleur. Yeah. He has said he's he's like, ah, oh, it's too much motion. Like, Rodgers doesn't like that. He wants to be able to just... Yeah. Do the offense. Well, and this and this goes back to But that's not of, that's not a good thing either. Like no, that's a problem. And, and right off the bat when LaFleur was hired several years ago, it was this kind of culture shock for Rodgers. He'd been running pretty much the same, you know, base concepts on offense mm-hmm. his entire career. And LaFleur's offense is very different. There's a lot of motion, there's a lot of reads and adjustments and things like that that he wasn't aware of. He was used to, you know, timing and when I throw this ball right at this time, the receiver is going to be right there. You know, stuff like that, where it's it's all about kind of practice and chemistry and precision. Yeah. And this isn't what the LaFleur offense has been. And clearly, judging by the last two MVPs he won, you know, the previous season, the one before it, he figured it out. And he's working well within that system. And this season, he's not. And part of that, I'm sure, is losing Devontae Adams, kind of 
you know, you, you had a little bit of a cheat code in the new system there where if something didn't work out, you can throw a 50-50 ball to the best receiver in football. Yeah. And it usually works. But, like, you're not – it's not like you're asking, like, Ryan Tannehill or no. Matt Ryan even or Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, guys that kind of get labeled as system quarterbacks, even Kirk Cousins to an extent. Like, yeah. you, you know, these guys work really well in a structure. You're asking, the, like, Aaron Rodgers – he gets paid $50 million a year. He should be able to figure it out. I mean, we're six yeah. games in. And, and I mean, like, Devontae is not coming back week seven. Like, yeah. He's not. And this is one of the best quarterbacks in football. And, you know, you look at Patrick Mahomes loses Tyreek Hill. Yeah. He does not look as bad as Aaron Rodgers right now. It, like, you could make an argument that Patrick Mahomes, with the exception of his MVP year, has looked the best he's ever done. Like, yeah. like he is very efficient. And, yeah, they like, they're spreading it around. But, like, and, and, it's a different guy every week. Yeah, and granted, that. like you know, they have a little bit more experience on that Chiefs offense. The less rookies and kind of right. They have on Travis that. Kelsey, greatest. But tight still, end. Yeah. I mean, I I think the comparison is fair. And Rodgers looks like crap this year. Yeah, he's missing open guys. A a big issue this week that wasn't really as much of an issue in the previous weeks was the offensive line, mm-hmm. uh, both in run blocking, which they were ineffective, and in pass blocking, where Rodgers had very little time most of the time. Uh, Royce Newman sucks, and he needs to never get on the field ever again. He got pushed all the way, like like right off the snap, just onto his ass. Yeah, he just fell over backwards. He like pancaked himself, and and so they they take Royce Newman out finally, and instead of you can put in Zach Tom, the guy you drafted who looked really good in the preseason mm. at right guard, so you're not like tossing him out there at tackle with no help. Or you could rotate Jenkins in at right tackle and put Yash Nijman at or right guard and put Yash Nijman at right tackle. Yeah. Either of those two things people have been calling for for weeks because Royce clearly is not cut out for this. Yeah. No. They put Jake Hansen in at right guard, who sucks more than Royce. Like, that's why Royce was playing. It's just, oh my God, it's so frustrating. And LaFleur in his press conference said that they put Jake Hansen in to get a spark on offense. Kevin, I have a suggestion for you. So as an owner, I think you should step in and, and <laughs> as an owner, your opinion. I'm, I'm very frustrated and I've tried to make my opinion known. The only avenue I have is via Twitter. So that's what I have to use. <laughs> and I don't, I think it's falling are on you, deaf ears. Are you talking to Goonst though? The Goot? The Goot, whatever his name is. Yeah. <laughs> Goot against. So Goonst. what I would say, <laughs> since Aaron Rodgers is not performing as well as he should with Matt mm-hmm. LaFleur. Trade him with the Bears. No, no, no. Since you're an owner... <laughs> Since you're an owner, <laughs> use your voice uh-huh. and take the, take the Jackie Moon approach. Make Aaron Rodgers <laughs> the coach, yeah. the star, and I'm sure he may, he probably has Packer stock. He'll yeah. start throwing the ball down. He's field an owner. Your hand. owner, your head coach, Grady your style. power forward, yours truly, soon Jackie en- Soon Moon. enough, we'll let him do the halftime shows, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's worth a shot, and I just, I don't know. I, what worries me the most about this game is like you said the the comment at from Rogers afterward. We need to simplify the offense. Yeah. And Matt Lafleur asked about it after that. Goes I don't know what that means. Which is like it's just these little passive aggressive yeah. ricochet shots at each other. Yeah. And it is the start of. I mean, we all know that Aaron can can hold grudges sometimes. Uh, he yeah. can he can decide he doesn't like someone. Just ask his family. And just uh, well, I mean, he wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's just a, like the run game. 
20 total carries, and we one got, of that was obviously Rodgers. you got to stop giving the ball to A.J. Dillon, like too. A- He's a. not a. effective Dillon, this year. He, he had 41 yards, 4.1, but that's buoyed by a 19-yard run. Yeah. Other than that, nine of, you know, what is that? Basically 20. Like 20 yards? Yeah. Like, that's that's, that's not good. That's really <laughs> bad. <laughs> For a and guy of the thighs that he has, that's that, not good. But that's the same average that... Uh, Aaron Jones had he was only a two yard per carry. I know. Today, like, yeah, but I see the thing about it is I feel like there's something with the Packers coaching staff where they think Aaron Jones more or less equals AJ Dillon. Like yeah. they think that they are the same and they're not. Yeah. AJ Dillon is a very serviceable second running back. He has a lot of power. He can get into space and just run right through people. I like AJ Dillon. I'm not trying to say that I don't. And it makes it even harder because he's like a super nice guy and he's like a big goof and he loves Door County. And I love all that about A.J. Dillon. But Aaron Jones is like 85% peak Alvin Kamara. You know, like he has an elusiveness and an ability out in space that A.J. Dillon probably will never have. He has a quick twitch, a, a lot of things that are kind of hard to measure. But you can just see that he is so much more dynamic with the ball when he gets it. And for some reason, they just think that they're like the same guy. And it's like, well, it doesn't matter who we give the ball to. It's, you know, they're both good running backs. I think if A.J. Dillon upped his swag game a little bit, he'd look a lot better and faster. The 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 half sleeves are not, or like the quarter sleeves, oh, they're not I doing him any see. favors. Yeah. He just, I don't know. He just. Well, this, this man's like 22 and bald. Like, I don't know. Yeah. The, the swag has never really been his style. Well, he went to like. Boston College. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's just kind of cursed to begin with. Yeah. Okay, we're back. Uh, <laughs> yes, very, we are. Very good, very good transition. If you didn't notice the uh, change in audio quality, we uh, had a bit of an issue when we realized... We had some technical difficulties. When we, when we hopped in the old editing stage, we realized, hey, about 15 minutes into the hour-long episode, our audio sounds like it got overtaken by a robot. So, uh, it's yeah, not, it's not good. So we're not good. sure. We're not sure what happened. We're we're having top men look into it, but yeah. the the skinny is that we are here battling through it as the yep. podcast warriors that we are. Down um, one man. Yeah, this cost us our time. our brave producer <laughs> who works. That's, I think he starts at like two in the morning, so he's asleep. Yeah, yeah um, it's like it's, four a.m. work. Like yeah, it's currently currently nine forty five ish. So yeah. Yeah, it's getting up on our bedtimes too, but we're going to power through this. We're going to provide because yeah, that's so what Dustin would want. At least it had the wherewithal to like have an issue at the end of one of the sections. Like yeah. we kind of we're wrapping up the Packer talk and I think I think we got most of it. So I think we're yeah, just going to go into everything the of substance. So yeah, we're going to so go through the Vikings me, game. Yeah, tell me how it was to to beat up <sighs> your boy Teddy. Um yeah, you Jack know, a million times. Yeah, we it, we it was a game that looked like it was going to be the Skylar Thompson show, and it turned into the Teddy Two Glove show. Uh I think the Teddy well, show is a is a better show. Yeah, I I don't know though. I don't like, know. I, I just have nostalgia for Teddy. You're, you're, it's fair. Yeah, I think though, like, so the Vikings win twenty four sixteen in another ugly game. The the. The show yes. goes on. We continue <laughs> to wrap up, rack up wins here in the ugly fashion. Um, Skyler Thompson looked actually pretty all right to yeah. start. He was getting until yards he like, until he like punched a helmet on accident. That was then the yeah he 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 threw his hand in one of our defense and defensive lineman's helmets and it uh, 
didn't work out for his hand. His blood ended um, up on the outside of his hand. So, like, my notes for this game is there were a lot of penalties, especially on the uh-huh. Dolphins' side. I believe they had 10 penalties for 97 yards, and I think, like, four of them happened on one drive alone. Um, they just kept shooting themselves in the foot, and it wasn't even like they were bad penalties. They were just doing just normal, things illegally like yeah just normal like holding and yeah you, like yeah. i was even looking because i knew like okay we're gonna be said oh we got bailed out by the refs in this game but like i was i would looking. never say that i didn't even see anything <laughs> like i did see a couple tweets one in particular from the most pessimistic person i've ever interacted with on twitter i think you know who i'm talking about Is uh, it that goose guy Yes, yeah. yeah he okay. he was saying, like, I never want to hear the Vikings get screwed by the riffs again. It's like, okay, but, like, are you watching the game or are you just seeing there's a lot of penalties and you just have to tweet? Because, like, you, do, you, do, do you think that Mike McDaniel is he's, – he's too cool? He doesn't inspire, you know, his players I, to, I will say, to execute properly? Paige was disgusted by his look, the aviators <laughs> and the, and the gold watch. She was sitting there like, and she, she just like, what is, so cool. what, is he, what is he doing? Like, it's like, wait, I'm like, you know, that's the guy that's like, we always, I, I show you his like his interviews. He's like really fun, like quirky and funny. Yeah, and like, he just says like, like a weirdo. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, but like, it looks like he's trying too hard. Like, what is he doing? And, and it looks so much Miami worse Mike when they, when they lose, <laughs> like, he's just like, Oh, fuck i wish i wasn't wearing this but all right um no so my my point about like my takeaways from this game offense they had 10 three and outs which is not good uh i think we didn't get our first first down until like near the end of the second quarter uh it was ugly not good ugly game but they came up the offense came up big when they needed to the defense they gave up a shit ton of yards but they forced takeaways. They got a lot of pressure on Teddy. Zedarius so Smith racked up 11 pressures. Like, he was unbelievable. I think Daniil added another five or six. Um, he, they both, I think, had two sacks. And I, 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 I won't subject you to, to the uh, to the Zedarius joke again, but I, I, <laughs> I just want the listeners to know I made several. Uh, yeah, not which is funny that you say that, which Zedarius is funny because expense. he's second in the league for total pressures through six weeks. So yeah, but he's like, tied for last place in number of captain ships received. I with guess zero, I guess yeah. a lot of, with a lot of people. Um, yeah. So I, I was happy with that. And then the takeaways, I mean, we saw the, there was the immaculate interception by Harrison Smith and yeah, that Eric was Kendricks. Like, and it was one of those things where I was watching it live. I'm like, did, did that ever hit the ground? I'm like, I don't, I don't think yeah. it did. And then yeah, they kept it was, it was like the Antonio like, Freeman. Like it just kind of bounced off of like everybody's body parts and never yeah. hit the ground. And, and Kendrick said it like afterwards, like he, in like he was interviewed about it. He like, he knew immediately. He's like, Oh, I knew I got, he's like, my hands are underneath that ball. And it was like the Edelman, like how sure he was. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like when you do catch a football, like, like that you can cut, like, obviously everyone says, Oh, I caught it. I caught it. But like, there is a clear difference if you actually do feel your hands underneath the ball. But mm-hmm. um, so that was a bounce that went our way, which is great to see. Uh, and then several bounces that, that happened with Jalen Waddle. He was involved on that where he kind of bobbled it, got hit from behind and then he popped it kind of up in the air. And then later in the game when they were trying to mount their comp, they actually had a drive to take the lead. This is when it was 16 
do 10, I believe, after the mm-hmm. missed extra point by Greg. Um, and Waddle caught a pass, and they were, it was like going into our territory. I think it was around like the 40-yard line. Yeah, he was he like tried running to, through space. He made a guy miss, and then Harrison Smith, again, came up and punched the ball loose, and we hopped on it. And then that's what led to a couple plays later, Dalvin broke off the 53-yard touchdown run, which essentially kind of iced the game. Um, that was one where it's like, I mean, defense, you're giving up a lot of yards, but they're getting the turnovers and they're not letting many points or touchdowns go. And so like that gives me optimism. Um, I still don't know if this team, if we're good, like, I, I, I don't know when I'm going to know, but I feel it's like definitely you not can, now. I feel like you can say good because yeah. you're five and one. I think you're, you're well within your rights to say good good i wouldn't say great i wouldn't say elite i wouldn't go to the next shelf of words so to Mm -hmm. speak seems like that's getting ahead of yourselves given the nature of some of these victories but the five and one is five and one it counts i'd be happy to be there (laughs) yeah and i mean like and this is something too like we're gonna know exactly we're gonna know everything we need to know about the vikings in the next few weeks or the next month or so, like mm-hmm. our upcoming schedule, uh, we're obviously on by this week, which we'll all mention, or I mentioned at the top of the show, but uh, we have the Cardinals at home next week. Um, then we go to the commanders and then we have a bit of a, a tougher stretch than it the looked, gauntlet. especially in the back half. Yeah. We got the, at the bills hosting the Cowboys hosting the Patriots who they might have a little bit of a resurgence right now. The Jets, who are apparently friskier than ever would have thought. Yeah, I've I've heard that. I mean, then we have then we have the Lions and the Colts, who the Colts aren't as good as everyone thinks. But then you know the Giants look better than we thought. The Packers, obviously, at Lambeau is never an easy game, and then <sighs> at Soldier Field, which <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I I we we have a you know it's not like an easy schedule by any means, and like anyone that knocks it, like obviously you play the teams, you get your schedule to play, like. Mm-hmm. The, I think the Packers week one, I still put that as a great win. Um, regardless of how the Packers season ends up, that's a great win because it's week one. I mean, it, it is what it is. It's the back-to-back defending NFC North champs and it's a new regime and they dominate that game, as we mentioned. And then, you know, you had a couple division opponents in there. Um, and then like the, like the Dolphins, like I, when I was looking at the schedule, I had this as a loss, like just, in general, just because mm-hmm. I'm like Tyree kill and Jalen Waddle are going to be in my nightmares. Like, yeah. And, and they more or less were, I mean, they were extremely good. 177 but, yards for Tyreek. And one's 29 on six and six catches for Waddle. Like they yeah. did everything they needed to do, but this was a game where it's like, I don't care. I mean, like I'm not going to be being upset with wins. Two years ago, we were one and five last year. We were three and three at this point or five and one. So, is Kirk airing it all over the place? No, but like he has, he didn't make a mistake. I mean, 20 of 30, 175. I'd like to see more yardage, but two touchdowns, zero turnovers. That's, that's the big thing is being on the plus side of turnovers. Um, yeah, could be a lot worse. The NFC is wide open. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the end, and like, and that's the thing 20 out of 32 teams have two or three wins right now. So, Parity is crazy. So the fact that we have five wins uh, gives us a massive boost towards the playoffs. I mean, we have, if we go six and five, the rest of the way, we're 
making the playoffs and good chance of winning the North. I mean, that, that basically just play 500 ball and, you know, you're setting yourself up. Obviously, we don't want to do that. That's, wanna, that's loser mentality. You, you want to finish strong. I mean, that, the, yeah. the two seed, the two seed is ours for the taking at this point. We have an inside track at it. Um, and it's, I mean, it's so close. Our only loss is the number, the undefeated team, the Eagles. So mm-hmm. um, clean this, clean some things well, up. On and, and the second half of the Packer game. Yeah, yeah. Seven to six. Don't forget yeah. about that. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> clean some things up on offense. I still think like last year we were statistically looking great. Like we were a lot of players were doing really well, but we just weren't winning games. We weren't closing games out. That's finally is like, it's kind of flipped. It's kind of sad that it's flipped mm-hmm. so much, but just last year in the final four minutes of each half, uh, we had a minus 73 point differential. Whereas this year, which was the league worst, by the way, mm-hmm. this year we have the league best with a plus 33 differential. We are closing out halves and not letting teams back in or blowing the game. I mean, it's that's what coaching matters. Like it really does. And like we have yeah, that, more or less the same guys doing it, too. Yeah, so. that, that stat was was pretty mind blowing when I heard it a couple hours ago. I'm, I'm not getting the same <laughs> reaction now, but uh, it's a good stat. I don't want to take yeah. I don't, don't want to take anything away from it. And and like, yeah, the ugly wins, they're all close games. They're one score wins except for uh, week one. Uh, but uh, the margin of victory right now is 8.9 points, where that's on pace to shatter the Super Bowl era record of 10.2. Um, and then the only other year it was below a 10 was back in 1932. Hell yeah. When the Bears- Opened with three straight scoreless ties and won the title. So real football, man, sport. Hey, when, I, when, we're, when I keep like preaching parody, 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 like there actually is merit to it. So scoring is down. I, I'm not worried too much about it. Like, and by the way, like an eight point win, like that's as large of a one score as you could be. So, um, you know, the 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 train keeps on chugging along. So I'll uh, I'll, I'll take it. Justin Jefferson's still very good at football. Yeah, Dalvin, that was a nice run. I'm glad he did it in his hometown of Miami. So uh, good on them. Yeah, you guys should just leave him there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's uh let's jump into segments here. Um we're gonna be one man down, so they should be kind of quick, possibly. <laughs> and we yes. already know what each of our segments are, so we're gonna try to act surprised. Ooh, okay, okay. You go first yeah. with your performance of the week. All right, my performance of the week here, I teased it earlier today on Twitter, or I should say yesterday, I guess, on Twitter. Um, and it's it's going to Mr. Joe Shiesty, Mr. Joe Burr, Mr. <laughs> Joe Burrow, baby. He, uh, shout out Paige, but mm-hmm. he balled out once again in the Superdome down in New Orleans. He uh, took on the Saints in a much-needed win. And mm-hmm. especially a big game from the Cincinnati offense since it's been a little stagnant this year. And he went off for 28 of 37, 300 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions, added 25 more rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. That now brings his total uh, in playing in the Superdome. When he last time I was there in the championship game against Clemson uh, a couple of years ago, he had 463 yards, five touchdowns. He ran for 58 and ran for another touchdown. So now he's up to about 
83 rushing yards, two touchdowns, mm-hmm. and 763 passing yards, eight <laughs> touchdowns, zero turnovers. He in just two games in two games. He just dominates the Superdome. Uh, and imagine, just, imagine if the Saints drafted him. Yeah, I was gonna say, think about how lucky <laughs> we are that he doesn't yeah. get to play there half the time, because <laughs> I don't know if the league could handle that. Yeah, um, so that's that's a great performance of the week. Uh, and the fact the fact that he was wearing Jamar Chase's mm-hmm. championship jersey from that day, walking into the stadium, it's like you just knew that it was gonna happen, and they both just went off, and it's. It's always it's, nice when one of those like narratives kind of works out, you know, where you mm-hmm. think, oh, Joe Burrow back to Superdome and like the logical part of your brain goes like, well, that doesn't matter. But it's it's right. really fun when it actually does. Yeah. 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 So shout out, shout out Joe Burrow and and shout out Paige because I'm, I know she was happy about that. Yeah. Shout out Paige. My performance of the week is Paige. No, yeah. um, my performance of the week is Ice uh, because <laughs> Mr. Maddie Ice isn't that joke even funnier the, the second time? So, yeah. uh, Mr. <laughs> Matty Ice, Matt Ryan, uh, we all kind of wrote him off this season. Uh, mm-hmm. Still kind of don't believe in him. But uh, this week, he decided to throw the ball 58 times. Um, coincidentally, Can Jonathan ice Taylor bath? was not playing. Yeah, he's got a sore arm after that one. But he went 42 of 58 for 389 Oof. and three touchdowns to beat the Jaguars. And I feel like we just we need to give Matt his shine when yeah. he you know when he when he deserves it because we're getting to the end here we're gonna have to take old Yeller out pretty soon and you know take him out back with a shotgun so we might as well you know give it was him a looking like back beforehand it was looking like they needed to do that like very soon but then yeah. this was a nice 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 performance for him and it was a division game you know like they needed yeah. to win this game and they're now back in the you know driver's seat essentially in that division. So good, good on, good on them. I need him to just like do bad again though, because I have, I have drafts in the TikToks of like making fun of him that I now can't use. Cause he balled yeah, out. This it, week. it will, it will happen. It'll, It'll happen. happen. I'm safe. I'm not happen. deleting them, but yeah. You know, just um, all right. Well, this is normally where we'd have Dustin go. I don't remember what, what was his performance of the week? What did he uh, say? Um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really listen when he talks. Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's, let's stick with you then. What's your Nathan Peterman award? Uh, my Nathan Peterman award is Mr. Cooper Rush. Um, mm-hmm. We all had a good time with the little, you know, QB controversy narrative in Dallas. Struck we midnight. All, yeah, we all kind of thought that, oh, maybe, maybe there's something here. And uh, yeah, Cooper Rush turned back into the ginger pumpkin that he is. Yeah, the proverbial uh, pumpkin. I sure yep. love pumpkins, Cotton. <laughs> he uh he went 18 of 38 in prime time on sunday night football for 181 yards one touchdown three interceptions and they were like bad like my arm isn't strong enough interceptions they weren't even like tips or you know like fancy coverages they were just like i'm gonna try and throw this as hard as i can and it, it didn't work yeah, um, so he, he doesn't have the strong, the most, the highest uh, velocity. He, uh, no, no, he not does good. not. And so, not you know, Dak can uh, can can rest easy at night, yeah. knowing that uh, Cooper Rush is uh, he, he's not that guy, pal. You know, he's, he's and, yeah. And that that would have been it would have been such a such a great tweet. But um, yeah, we think of it after the fact. We I know the, we have a jerk store moment where Costanza coming up with the retort like an hour later. Yeah, it's. 
Dak Dak is very welcomed back by Cowboy Nation for sure. Uh, and Jerry. Yeah. Um, all right, my my Nathan Peterman Award goes to a man that we thought was Mr. Unlimited, but he appears to be very limited. Uh it is Russell Wilson. Um he yeah. looked really good in the first quarter. It was a fun first quarter. He tricked us. Yeah, he was Your like eleven. Trick. He was like 11 of 11 or something for like 130 yards and a mm-hmm. touchdown. Um, and then and then he just kind of stopped playing football. The second half in an overtime, he went 3 of 11 for 15 yards and zero touchdowns. It's, it's not good. Not yeah, no, that's that's not what you want from your quarterback who's how like does he only, second how does highest he only throw? How does he only throw 11 passes in like – 40 minutes of gameplay. Uh, Latavius like, I, Murray, baby. I don't, I, I just mean, don't understand how when you that's... had a chance to, to dial up that old man strength that Latavius Murray has averaging, yeah. you know, two and a half a carry or whatever he was doing. Like I mean, the, the Broncos are paying this man 48 and a half million dollars a year. That's second in the NFL. And they're doing uh, it for four an and a half more years. They gave him $50 million <laughs> just for the signing the contract this year. And it's like, I don't, I don't really know what they can do because they can't do like, anything. They, they, you're going to eat up a lot of dead cap at some point. I think like I have the spot track up here. I believe yeah, if they, oof, uh, well, never mind. That's not good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The dead cap's really big. So I, I don't know what they can do. Um, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Russ is Russ is washed. I'm, I'm there were zero. There were zero first downs in overtime, and I had a tweet where I was like, "Neither team. This needs to end in a tie because neither team deserves to win this game." Like what Joe Lombardi, yeah. the offensive coordinator for the Chargers, and Brandon Staley, their head coach, have done to Justin Herbert is atrocious. He averaged four point two yards, like per completion. Not even per like per attempt. I don't think. I think that's per completion. Yeah, because he threw it's, it to Eckler the entire game. It's it's bad. And like I I get Keenan Allen's been hurt, but he's been hurt all year. Like I just I don't yeah, know what's happening with the, that part of the AFC West. It was supposed to be really awesome and exciting, and it's so not. Yeah, we said like the Raiders. The Raiders aren't even. At least we saw the Chiefs. The Chiefs are still fun to watch, uh, but yeah. I just. Uh, Russell Wilson and the Broncos, they're in trouble. At least the Chargers have some bit of hope, but Russell, and now he's hurt. His hamstrings hurt, so mm-hmm. gross. Broncos country, let's die. Yeah. Um. All right. Nathan Peterman Award is done. I don't know what Dustin had again. I can't, I don't remember any of um, Yeah, uh, no, I got nothing. Oh, wait, no, his I Nathan got... Peterman was me. Because I'm a oh, bad yeah, that's NFL what was, that's owner. What was, that's what yeah, was I remember coming. that one. That was a good one. I wish we yeah. had audio of it, yeah. but we don't. Um, so we'll right, know. Stock up. Um, why don't you go with your stock up? All right. So my stock up uh, is going to be the NFC because we did it. We finally beat Lamar Jackson once. Uh, <laughs> he was 12-0 and 0 in his career so far against Just the insane. NFC. Just yeah, insane. so the Giants, like we all – predicted are the first nfc team to beat lamar jackson uh he also did not play very well was kind of a someone i was i was flirting with for the nathan peterman as well he had two fumbles one loss and an interception just just not playing super well um 
but you know, the tapes out now, we should be able to beat Lamar consistently over here in the <laughs> NFC. So I have, I have no more worries about the Ravens. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope we'll see. Um, my stock up is going to stick part of the NFC but it really goes to New York football teams. Uh, and mainly this is leaning on the New Jersey based football teams, the Joycey play teams. The Joycey teams, because as a whole, the teams that say they're, they have the New York or at least part of their New York, including Buffalo, they are a collective 14 and four, uh, which that's insanely good. Considering two of yeah. those teams are the jets and giants. And so they are, um, exceeding a lot of expectation the jets look very frisky they're very young and the giants like they that's the most amazing thing because their roster is still very bad uh, yeah i mean they should suck winning, <laughs> they should suck but brian dable and his staff have done a phenomenal job and obviously it helps having saquon back at full health but but good on you guys do i think that you'll all make the playoffs no do i think that one of you will yeah, the other two, I, I don't. Could you imagine like Daniel Jones in the playoffs? That I would don't be want awesome. to. Awesome. I don't. I don't want to. I would be that. so happy. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't want it. I don't. I didn't want to think about it. Uh, right. So yeah, that's my that's my stock up. Yeah, you stock um, up. Are you gonna do stock down now? Yeah, I'll do okay. stock down. My stock down um, goes to Kyler Murray. Mm. Uh, this is kind of a building thing here because. Call of Duty comes out like next week. Uh, Indeed, they, they got away with it last year because the Cardinals were like seven and zero uh, when it came out. I think they're two and four. They they can't afford Call of Duty to come out. Nor can Kyler Murray like just himself because <laughs> he has completed only sixty five percent of his passes this year. One thousand four hundred sixty three yards, six touchdowns, and four interceptions. And one bag. That's that's not very good for a guy that you're paying forty six million dollars a year and just gave him two hundred thirty and a half million dollar contract. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, the Cardinals are a mess. They lost Marquise or Hollywood Brown. They get D Hop back, but who knows? He hasn't played football. And they trade time. for Robbie Anderson. They trade for Robbie Anderson. Which, if we um, had a stock moves laterally. I would have award. I, I would have put him in change, there for that one. Did it, did it, yeah, it didn't move. Yeah, uh, it just went just, sideways. It's, it's right just, at the same just, level. Of- <laughs> sideways a little bit. Uh, they they're a mess, and they're two and four. Their schedule's not doing them any favors. And uh, I think I, I don't think know. This might be the end of Cliff. I've been wrong yeah. before, but it really looks like he. Whatever I, he's doing, he's just I not sure working. hope it's the end of Cliff. Yeah. I sure hope. So that's that's my stock down. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Cardinals fans. It's going to be really rough for you. Yeah, both of you guys. Um, my stock down is Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving, you know, we always have our three special football games on Thanksgiving. Well, recently, we have three. It used to be, you know, two or one or something like that. I don't remember the past. But uh, now there's a new kid on the block. There's a new cool holiday football game in town. It's Black Friday. The very mm-hmm. next day, not this year, but the following season in 2023, there will be a Black Friday football game on Amazon Prime. <laughs> and I think that it's it's honestly it's a genius move by Amazon trying to undercut the the physical in-store Black Friday shopping 
by just tricking us into watching football that day as well. I, I'm all for it. If, if I, every time you keep saying Black Friday, all I can think of is South Park and Branson's the, the Black, Friday Bundaroo. Black Friday Bundaroo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's I, that's actually really cool. Like I, I'm happy about that because Black Friday sucks, and I just, oh yeah, Black Friday. I never I like. If, I never if, like it. Yeah, if you had told me like, hey, would you rather do Black Friday stuff or watch football? Like that's not even a choice. Yeah, like I don't even care who's playing. Like I just. They should know. do I'd rather do that. Yeah, they should do the Raiders home jerseys versus the Cardinals black jerseys. Just chaos. Oh. You just can't tell. <laughs> and like they turn the lights out too, and it's just you can't it's even black. see anything. Yeah, yeah. You just watch it's, it on black it's, screen. It's the night. <laughs> put put like LEDs in the ball so you can see it. Like that would mm, okay. Actually, night football. Like I, yeah, I feel like yeah, we're like, on light up here. Light up hash marks and like edge lines. And maybe like a couple LEDs on everybody's helmets and the ball. The cleats, the cleats are LED. I, I I feel and the gloves. I this feel like we gotta like, be. This could be. We gotta a be thing. careful. We gotta yeah. be careful. We might if we see this like five years from now. I think we struck I'm gonna, gold. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna like Leonardo DiCaprio like point at the screen and be like, oh, oh no, oh, oh, oh. hey, yeah. So but uh, Black Friday football always welcome. Yeah. Uh. All right. With that. Let's get into the week seven preview. Uh, actually, before I go, before we go into that, what do you? What are your thoughts on changing performance of the week to MVP of the week? Hmm. I, f- I feel like that way everyone can be a, an MVP for a week. You MVP know, some guys that week. might never get one, they could at least be an MVP of the week. Yeah, it's a little really bit easier today. to say because performance of the week. It's a lot of syllables. You know, yeah, it's a lot. Because, a lot like, going I was trying on to think there. about like. I was trying to think about like a person, like because like obviously the Nathan Peterman Award, like that's always going to be that, and the, it's going to be more the of a Jerry Rice Player of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like I feel like I mean, it's like MVP of the Week. I don't know. It's it's one of those things. Like you, you, you it's it's like the Low Man Award. How, how, what what if we did a you know, thing where you know we do MVP of the Week next week, and then. We, amongst the three of us and our three nominations, we decide who's the most MVP and we oh. name the award after that one going forward. Potential potential. Okay. I, I, I feel I, I will uh, be well, sabotaging I, it and nominating someone funny, but we'll, I just we'll want keep, you to we'll know to, that. We'll keep trying to workshop this. Yeah. Uh, yeah the chase Claypool performance of the week award or something like that. Or, or we, I feel like it has to be like the, the inaugural, like, yeah, like the, the chase Daniel the, Jones, the Greg, if, if Greg Dorch ever has a great game, yeah. like the Greg Dorch MVP of the week. Oh, it's like, the Amari Rogers game of the week. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's go to week seven preview. Uh, Vikings are on by. So I just get to relax on Sunday and you're not going to win this week. Well, Sorry, we're not going to lose. We're not going to lose. So we it's loser talk. It's one right of those there. things like it's an early buy. I kind of wish we didn't have it because, you know, it's. Well, you're not I don't really. Know. It's not really not benefiting hurt. any injuries. Yet, yeah. Like existing we've had at the one. Moment. We've had one starter miss a game. That was Harrison Smith from when he was stuck in concussion protocol. Other than that, we, every single starter has played. So I knock on wood here, but I I don't know. I mean, it, hopefully it's a week that players can kind of rest up and get ready to go the last 11, 
regular season games and hopefully keep fine tuning the offense and, you know, getting used to it, less sloppiness going on. But, um, no man, yeah. rest, rest versus rust. You know, it's like, is it good to have a bye week? I mean, probably you want to have one. You have to in, in the NFL yeah. season, but still, yeah. I mean, you could decline. You could just just scrimmage really hard this week. Yeah, well, we already declined the free the the one to put it right after Vegas or after uh, London. Vegas. I like how you guys <laughs> declined that one, and they gave you it like two weeks later, and they're like, "See, like, it's the same." Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, we're we're on by this week. The Packers, however, are not. Uh, I wish they were so badly. Like they're they're going know. to they're going to Landover, Maryland, and take it on the the you know very fearsome Washington Commanders, the Manders at at a you know the holy land that is FedEx Field. Oh, just just a beautiful venue for football. Really Where how football was meant shit, to be played. Shit literally pours down from the ceilings yep. and the ramps are falling apart and it's like uh, if it's like if Dr. Seuss had a poop fetish. Like it's just that's the whole stadium is just you know rivers yeah. of poop flowing down and it's, you know it's everything good. rhymes. Yeah, so it's not good. This game this game concerns me yeah. um, because we, we kind of, we talked about this first time we talked about this game uh, a couple hours ago, but this is like the fourth get right game, quote unquote, for the yeah. Packers <laughs> in a row. Yeah. And they keep not getting right. It's like, you know, you go into a get right game and at the end of the game, you need to get right even more than you did before the game started. We're getting yeah. further from right, not closer to right. <laughs> And so I, I'm just terribly concerned that this is either going to be a straight up loss or that this is going to be a close, you know, nail biter, Bailey Zappy type win that I won't be able to feel good about. Well, and that's that's the thing here, because Carson Wentz is out and it's going to be Taylor Heineke in, uh, which makes me more nervous. Yeah, I would much rather play Carson Wentz. That's the one thing I think in the fact that it's at FedEx field, that's like the one caveat that I'm like, Ooh, well, maybe this might be closer than it should be. I mean, th- I don't know. I-, I still feel like this is a, I know I've said this now the last couple of weeks, but like it's, I mean, the commanders, they looked awful last week. They backed into a win against the bears. Like, yeah. And well, this is, this is the worst kind. Yeah, this is the worst kind of matchup too, though, because if the Packers do win, Everyone will be like, yeah, you were supposed to win. You know, like the commanders are that bad. (laughs) They won't even get credit for the win. Um, For this one, I bet the line is Packers minus five and a half. Oh, see, this is where, (laughs) you know, recording earlier. And the over under is 43 and a half. This is where recording earlier is not. Did I I get it exactly right? Uh, (laughs) Did I fuck up the over under? I think I did. I think I said what Dustin said. The the benefit of recording a few hours later, the line has changed. Oh, it is shit. Packers five and the over under is forty one and a half. Uh the over under did it. go up half a point and the fucking line went Vegas. down. <laughs> that's that's just, Vegas that's just, is just rude. fucking you even, yeah. even try to cheat the system. Was, and you're I wrong. You even, even wrong. Do it right when I know what the answer is. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I think Vegas is obviously they're going on where the money's at, but I think people are still giving yeah. the Packers kind of a well, uh, no, well, well, the fact, amount of credit. The line literally like six hours ago, the line mm-hmm. was five and a half, and now it's shifted down only five. So 
people maybe are, people are, are looking are, at this and they're saying like, "Ooh, maybe maybe, maybe yeah, that's maybe, a little much." Maybe they're starting to realize like I have that there's a hundred different, oh, the Packers are going to get this wide receiver or that. They're going to trade for Chase Claypool. They're going to go get DJ Moore. <laughs> they're going to, no, they're not. They never do it. Oh, it never OBJ. happens. Yeah, OBJ. Maybe they'll try and I get, even know God, like, like the best thing that's going to happen is Sammy Watkins is going to come off of IR pretty soon. Ooh, cool. I don't even know how much cap space you guys have. You have seven and a half million dollars of cap space right now. We could go get somebody uh, and we could trade for somebody too and do some, you know, money shenanigans yeah, well, that way, but they're not you, going to. No, I, I don't know. I think it's like, this is one where it's like, what is the offense look like? Like the Packers right now don't have an identity on either side of the ball. Like, but I don't think, I don't think Chase Claypool is going to give us an identity. No, no. Just and, don't. And I, and I think, like, we, we, as we mentioned, we were talking about the Packers game. Like, Rodgers wants to simplify things. He wants to go revert the offense back to kind of, you know, I guess McCarthyism. Uh, not that kind of McCarthyism, but that not kind of massages in your office kind of no. McCarthyism. But, um, but I, I, he wants to go back to that and less of a little fleur, you know, the smoke screen, the, the, all the motion, motion and all the, the RPO dressing, yeah. you know, the, that you see. But, um, I I and I, I just I don't know. Like I, I think they they need to figure it out very fast because the NFC wallet is wide open. It's getting smaller and smaller. Like the you know as the mm-hmm. weeks go on and yeah, the door is open, it, but it's also closing. You know, it's yeah. in the process where if you keep playing like shit, playing five hundred football against it. Yeah honestly cupcake schedule then yeah i mean there's no hope and i don't have any hope right now that's right. my it's my line and i'm sticking to it yeah and so i i'm i don't know i mean i think this game definitely with tyler heineke is going to be a lot more interesting for the commander side like they're not going to be as boring i feel like um and always i feel like you see that with the backup especially one like taylor heineke where he's like a souped up case keenum mm-hmm. so that's kind of fun um but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I'm going to hate this. I'm going to hate this whole game. I'm telling you right now. It's going to suck. At least it's on at noon and not like one where you have to keep dreading that it's coming. You know, like you have to wait for it. Like at least it's. it's oh, no, no, no. I, I, want, late. I want them embarrassed on primetime. I want the Packers to play a Monday night game against. They're, like, they're going to be on prime. They have, I think, four primetime games left. So. I want them to play like a very middle team. I want them to play like the Saints on like Monday night and just fucking <laughs> lose. And Andy Dalton or Jameis just lights them up. Um, all right, yeah. let's go to let's go to two minute drill. Uh, this is gonna be a little. I think we just ask each other both our your like our questions because since, since Dustin's not here, yeah, and we're gonna. I'll keep track of two minutes, but we're definitely gonna hit it because we hit it with three people, so we should definitely yeah. hit it with two. So, right. all right, uh, are you ready? Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Ready? Are you going to ask both or are you going to, we want to alternate? I'm going to ask you both. Okay. Okay. Ready, set, go. All right. Adam, who's the second best team in the NFC besides the Eagles? Oh, that's right. You ended with this. Uh, yep. You know, I, I, I normally, I would not say who I'm going to say, but this year Do I've, it. I've taken this stance. Not a trap. And I'm I'm gonna stick with it because it's worked. We're five and one. It's the Minnesota Vikings. Like it is. I in, in the world of who knows who's good, 
we're number two in the NFC behind the Eagles. I'm going to say it. Yeah, Vikings, final answer. That is that is bold of you, my friend. Well, All right. it's worked so far. Uh, and now, Adam, rank these head coaches. We got uh, KOC, Dable, Mike McDaniel, and Nathaniel Hackett. I'm going to go with my heart on this one again. No, don't do uh, it. Big cock, number one. Oh, come uh, on. Oh, hmm. KOC, hmm. number one. Okay. Uh, well, I, I can't with the, the, the juxtaposition of that would be wild if I said, you know, like then Dable. I, I mean, Dable's, Dable's doing such a good job, though. D- Dable's done a phenomenal job. So Dable then, and then Mike McDaniel, and then uh, who was even the fourth one? Hackett? Yeah, Hackett. Yeah, Hackett was the funny one. Hackett, like, and then Hackett, yeah, Hackett's, obviously. Hackett's terrible. Uh, Mike McDaniel's done... Mike McDaniel's done really well yeah. too. That that um, question is actually ranked three coaches and then say Nathaniel Hackett's name last. Correct. Yeah. Uh, but on record, Dustin did have that ranking as well. Yeah. So, so I was you shocked. Agree by with that. Dustin. That's I was shocked by that. I think it's because I said too many names and he got confused and he just said it in the same order that I yeah, said. Yeah, he was it in. he was a little flustered. Um yeah. all right, my two. Uh who's worse to watch in primetime? The Bears or the Broncos? Um I think it's gotta be it's got to be the Broncos because the Broncos don't even have like crazy sloppy shit that happens. Like just nothing happens. Or he's like the yeah. bears. Like you're good for like a Justin Fields, like Kyler esque scramble where he's just weaving around doing crazy shit. And every yeah. once in a while they hit a deep pass. So I'll the, say Broncos the Broncos are just boring. Broncos. Yeah. Boring. Like the Broncos could be more like the bears are trying their best. The bears yeah. are the most they could be. Right. Um, all right. Then which team is more broken? The Broncos or the Packers? The Packers, which is what I said when you asked me this a few hours ago. I stand by it. The Packers should be working. You know, I mean, we lose Devontae Adams, but like losing your number one wide receiver in this type of system should not destroy the entire system, which it apparently has. The Broncos is a a new chemical mixture. The Packers is established. It should be working and it's not. So, and and the Packers. Yeah, and Lafleur's got to figure it out quick. That's what he gets paid for. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Also, shout out Jalen who just walked by in the background and then just texted me. Oh, I didn't know that you were on a video call. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're 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 on a. It's a work call. It's a conference call. I know. Yeah. yeah. I in we the did, hours back in the day we did just do Skype and we didn't have like clips and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. And all the sound quality was this bad. Yeah. We've, we're, we're moving on. We didn't oh, have Dustin. <laughs> we, well, we had him, but not on the show. We we, we, we knew him. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I mean, we've had Dustin for a while, but not on the show. Yeah. Um, all right. I think that's going to do it. Uh, this is a weird episode. Uh, I think we Apologies. somehow did more time or, oh no, we took a break in the middle. So we probably didn't yeah, do more we, time this way yeah. than the other way, but no, this is definitely just a little shorter. Um, well, thanks for listening to another episode of third and forever and dealing with the technical difficulties. Apologies for the weird audio issues. Hopefully it never happens again. Um, but this episode, once again, brought to you by or presented by 10,000 takes to grow their website at 10 K takes mn.com find them on facebook twitter tiktok and instagram if you just search 10k takes you can also find us on twitter tiktok and instagram at third underscore forever 10k where we post uh, our episodes each week as well as clips from the episode memes content highlights reactions things related 
to the Vikings and Packers specifically, a little bit about the Bears, uh, and just some general NFL stuff. Um, you can also find stuff to me and Kevin and Dustin, I'm sure, through there, or a little more active, a little more biased, at least Kevin and I are, uh, a little more, you know, emotional uh, as the weeks go on in this NFL season. Uh, as always, I've been your host, Adam Oz, joined by, I, I guess for the first half, producer Dustin Luco. He's here and- in spirit. He's in spirit and close. Kevin Holm. Kevin, final words. Cram it up your cram home. Uh.